Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And the final score, Australia 1, Tunisia 0 which means Australia sits second behind France in Group D. France have already qualified for the knockout rounds. We'll talk more about that in a moment. With Noel Barclay, played 20 matches. He always think scored five goals and joins us around. G'day, Noel. How are you? I'm well, Stephen. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Do you believe that result we just heard? Uh, it won't please everybody, but I've got a bit of a soft spot for Australia winning. Um, you know, one, because it's sort of, you know, they're our closest neighbours, and obviously we've had a couple of games against them lately, and it was pretty close. And I've played against Graham Arnold many times, um, and he, he was a fantastic player, and um, he's been much ridiculed in Australia um, for the, the qualifying series. And it was just, yeah, quite quite great. It's good to see them win um, last night. And, and what a fantastic goal as well from from Duke. Um, so, yeah, good, good to see them. And, you know, they're in the melting pot in, in the third game as as many are, yeah. I mean, they're in they're in the mix now, right? But there's a lot of talk already going on about Harry Souter and the way he defended like a demon overnight. Yeah, he was outstanding. Um, um, you know, especially for a championship player. Um, Tunisia, like you know, I mean, they, they you would have expected them to beat Australia last night. That was a bit of a surprise result, um, but I think they defended amazing. Um, Ran also um, amazing in goal, and um, yeah, look, I mean, they've they've got a sniff now. It's been I think 2006 since they've actually got out of the group. So uh, this group's pretty motivated, quite a talented bunch. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that they get there. But it would be, would it be incredible for them to get out of the group? Am I right in saying there are no Premier League players in this Australian squad? Um, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there's, I mean, they're all over the show. I mean, quite a few of them are sort of still, I mean, Goodwin's still playing in the A-League, you know, for, for Adelaide. So, you know, they're, they're all over the, as is Lecky, you know. So, you know, like they, they are, they're a bit of a, a mixture, like, like um, we are, you know, players from all around the world, MLS making up the numbers, and um, here they are competing. And, uh, you know, they, 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 they did really well against France, and, you know, who's, who's going to stop Mbappé at the minute? He's almost unplayable, and they found that out. And, um, again, <laughs> it was the same again this morning. So uh, they, look, they've got a chance, and I think the draw might be enough for them if, if results go the right way. And, um, yeah, wouldn't it be great? Um, as I said, it doesn't please everybody, but I'd just like to see them go well. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is when you look at teams that are stamping their imprint on the tournament, you look at France already, don't you? They had that 4-1 win against the Australians, then a 2-1 to get a, today against Denmark and Mbappe, getting his a double. That's seven goals and nine World Cup appearances. But... They just look a little juggernaut-like, don't they? Yeah, which is a bit surprising. You know, when you lose Kante, Pogba, and most importantly, Benzema right before the tournament, um, you got to wonder that um, you, you sort of thought that they might be dropping off. But uh, they look good. And again, with Mbappe, is, I mean, he's unplayable. Ian. <laughs> if you give him space, he'll kill you. If you get too tight, he'll still kill you. So... Yeah, I mean, they're one of the favourites. But, I mean, this, this World Cup looks really even. There's really, you can throw a blank, you can throw a blank out across Brazil, um, Spain, um, France, maybe Portugal, who haven't really done that well in the first game. So I, I think any one of those four 
could could win it. Um, but of course, you know, when you've got tight games and penalty shootouts and all that sort of stuff, anything can happen. I think the big surprise is is, is Germany. Germany look like they might go out tomorrow. I think to to Spain. I just can't see how Germany can beat Spain. Um, but again, interesting to see. I mean, you, <laughs> things change on the day, of course, and Germany has to win. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a, so far it's a, there's been lots of upsets, and um, yeah, I think the second weekend we've sort of the football started to take over the narrative of all of the things that aren't right and so on, and that's a good thing. You talk about Spain and they've got seven on Costa Rica. Now that could have been the All Whites, right? Uh, but but yeah, and I, sort of, I saw a couple of smart tweets today. You know, we would have lost ten and all that. Honestly, we wouldn't have lost ten because one thing Danny Hay did is, is teach our team how to defend well. Uh, we might have struggled to score against them, but um, yeah, look, Costa Rica were awful. I mean, they were just awful. They looked like a completely different team that played against us. They weren't that great against us either, to be fair. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, that would have been a tough group for the All Whites, and I would have, it would have been great for them to be there. But um, it, it is it is an awful group um, with you know, Germany and Japan. I mean, yeah, there's some scary. I mean, it, it, they could get absolutely murdered, um, Costa Rica, if they don't man up. Yeah, uh, but talk to me about Japan. I mean, that result. Do we consider? I mean, they're, they're calling it one of the apart from the Saudi result against Argentina. They're talking about that as being one of the great upsets. But from your knowledge of Japanese football, is that such a big result? I wasn't surprised. Um, I think people Japan produce footballers now, so there's a bunch of them in Germany. And, in, and there's, I think um, there's three or four at Celtic. So they're basically exporting players all around the world. So And their J-League is pretty good. Japan, obviously, most likely the best team in, in, in Asia. Um, so, you know, they're in the top 20 in the world. So it, it wasn't a surprise to me. This German, I mean, this team really hasn't performed that well. And they look beatable. <clears throat> and they're not great at the back. And they, they, they don't really have that star quality that it had before. So it, for me, it wasn't a surprise. All right, let's talk about Group C. Yeah, where, where, let's let's talk about Group C now, shall we, Noel? Where Poland and Argentina are at the well. Argentina have three, Saudi Arabia have three, but Saudi Arabia uh, got the got the loss today. Not got the loss; they were beaten two 0 So whether the the leader of Saudi Arabia gives them all the Rolls Royce phantoms that he promised them after they got that win against Argentina, who knows? Poland, a dark horse, yes or no? No, I don't like Poland. Um, they were lucky. <laughs> I love how you say that. Mexico. Nah, don't like Poland. <laughs> yeah, and no, I don't like. I mean, Lewandowski in plus ten, really. Um, I mean, he missed a penalty there, that would have, which would have meant they'd been in six points. I think they've missed a boat. Um, I think they they lose against Argentina, um, and um, you know, they who knows on goal difference, they could be in trouble. Um, they, they 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 weren't great against Mexico, but in Mexico weren't great either. You know, they just they huffed and puffed today and. And I have to say that Argentina, despite winning and scoring a couple of fantastic goals, they still didn't they didn't look like they could be a threat in this tournament. But, you know, lots of people have made those predictions before. Wow. I mean, are, are, you, are you calling out Argentina as not being a threat? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think they've got... They haven't, I mean, apart from Messi and Di Maria and touches today, they look pretty blunt. Um, they just wore Mexico down and it took a bit of brilliance. I, I can't see how they can, can win that tournament. I mean, Brazil have got three or four hundred million pound players on the bench. I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches, and I just think when it comes to the crunch, um, despite the passion between those both those nations, I see Brazil being way on top. When you look at someone like Messi, I, I found the stat. I want you to tell me about the stat. Tell me about. I mean, it's it, it'll probably be an obvious answer about this, but out of this game, have a listen to this: eighty-eight percent pass accuracy, sixty-four touches, 
36 complete, completed passes, uh, one key pass and key assist, one goal, and eight ground duels won. Has now scored eight World Cup goals, as many as Maradona did. Tell me what you think of this player. That's one game, and he's done many, many more in the various leagues that he's played of. Where, where does he sit? Um, I'm a bit of a Ronaldo fan. So oh, I've my gosh. Because I'm a Man United fan. But like I, 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 I think they're both incredible. I mean, Messi's just equaled Maradona's goal-scoring record, same goals, same number of games. Um, and Messi's still going, right? So he's, you know, he's not finished yet. And I mean, despite the fact I don't think they'll win the tournament, he's still got a big part to play. They're, they're sort of a bit lost without him. Um, and he, he, he plays, they sort of cater for him now. He stays high, so he doesn't have to do tracking and chasing and tackling. And so, although in today, he was in the mix, you know, he was getting fouled a lot and so on. So look, he's, um, he's incredible. Um, and you just, you never underrate him or under write him off. Same as Ronaldo, you know, same as Portugal. You, you might say he's finished and he's 37 and blah, 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 but all of a sudden he'll just smack one in or do a header and uh, the game's over. So, look, he's amazing and um, um, I take my hat off to him. All right, oh, let's just quickly look at what's happening up. Japan, Costa Rica. Japan, too good for Costa Rica? Yeah, plus three for me. Wow. Okay, Belgium, Morocco. Belgium, 1-0 over Canada. Morocco, nil with Croatia. I thought that was a pretty handy result for them. Yeah, and that's a very, very open group. Um, Belgium, very disappointing. Um, I, I thought they got completely outplayed by Canada. Um, Canada, um, John Herdman, obviously a former um, um, coach of the of the football ferns in, in New Zealand, um, and a great guy, and um, his son is going to play for New Zealand one day because he's, he's a Kiwi. Um, and, um, yeah, we've got, got, got a bit of a soft spot for um, Canada. So I see Canada definitely sort of getting through. I actually think we'll beat Croatia. Oh, wow. Okay. And Spain, Germany, uh, Spain too good. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you never know, you never know, right, because of the quality of the opposition. Yeah, but they just think that Germany need to win. And I think the problem with that will be that they'll be attacking and they'll try to, and I think they'll get undone. Spain have just got too many wizards on the ball. And Gavi and Busquets, and they've, been, they've just got tons of them. And and I think um, it, it's 2 0 Spain, and I've waited in. I've got to say, without all the, uh, the the controversy of this, that, and the other, the footy being put on is pretty good. To think that that game, uh, the, Mess- the Messi game, had 88,966 players, which is the, <coughs> sorry, fans, which is the highest total since the final in the US about 28 years ago when they had 94,000. Footballers alive and well. Okay, just quickly, Manchester United, they did the right thing with Ronaldo, I believe. 100%. He, 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 dug, he dug his own grave and we're better off for it. And obviously there's lots of good stuff happening beyond that, not because of Ronaldo with the Glazers wanting to sell. So in a happy space. Do you, do you think that whoever buys them will allow fans to buy in? No, I don't. I, like, I don't think so. I mean, like, I mean, everybody. Look, you know, nobody. <laughs> it's funny. Liverpool came on the market, and nobody's interested in Liverpool. Man United came on the market, and everybody's interested. Which is that's really just about global support. Um, I think Jim Radcliffe. Um, he, he's a billionaire and got loads of money, and he's a Man United fan, and he's a smart businessman. That's a better option than than Americans that don't know football, um, or you know. Um, from the Arab states that really just sort of it's a bit like a bit of a trinket so um, I hope the right the right buyer 
buys it from a business point of view rather than just throwing money at it because we, we realise that that doesn't work. Oh, just, just briefly though, uh, Noel, I wonder though the Glazers, you know, obviously they like they like to make money, but they just realise that you know the Premier League is an expensive an expensive place to be, and player wages. I mean, does that something that needs to be under control? And maybe have a soft cap. Yeah, I, I've always thought that, but unfortunately, the TV money keeps going up, and and it makes the whole thing sustainable. I mean, I think what they've they've got to now. I mean, they're so hated and ridiculed, um, and obviously for the last seventeen years, it hasn't bothered them. But when you bought, when you bought something for half for five hundred million, and all of a sudden it's worth five to nine billion, <laughs> you know, and these guys are getting on, you know. I mean, they're they're not young, so take the money, you know. So it's, they've done great. Um, I haven't put a penny in and they've taken half a billion out. So, yeah, like I, Man United fans, we're very, very pleased to see them go. Mate, I appreciate your time as always. Did you enjoy the Women's Rugby World Cup and your role there? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm still on a high. And I struggled with the first week of the, the football because I was still, you know, watching Ruby Tui on clips and videos and picking up the medal that they gave her in, in Monaco. And it was just the most amazing fine i've been to eight world cup finals and that was the best world cup final i've been to um and um yeah it was just a great thing for also for women's professional sport and a, and a real game changer and yeah privilege to be a part of it all right well done mate appreciate the time as always noel cheers david have a good day yeah you too noel barclay former all while giving us his thoughts on manchester united and of course uh the fifa world cup which continues and don't forget you get commentary here on scnz as well